0: Welcome back to the Digital Traffic Show. I'm Kristen Schneider, your host, former corporate climber turned agency owner who specializes in driving the right people at the right time to your products and services. If you are B2B, B2C business owner, CEO, marketing professional, coordinator, director, any of the above looking to drive the right traffic at the right time for your products and services, you're in the right place. On this podcast, we talk about driving traffic leads and ultimately conversions with digital marketing and advertising strategy, tactics, and media channels that produce real results. On today's episode, I am super excited to bring you Laura Johns, business owner, podcaster, wife, mother, boss, high achiever, the list goes on and on. Laura is amazing. I am grateful to have been connected with her in um, the past couple of months here, and very excited to bring you on. Laura, introduce yourself.
1: Yes, thank you. Well, that was a great one. I
0: love, <laughs> um, I love a good reminder that we're all
1: wearing a lava hat. So, thank you so much for having me. Like you said, I'm Laura Johns. I'm a mom of two boys, um, and wife to my husband Jay. I am. Uh, I like to call myself an accidental entrepreneur. Uh, through a move and a job change for my husband, I discovered I was a few hours away from my corporate uh, job. I was the chief strategy officer at a tech company in Jackson, Mississippi, and quickly learned that um, that I really enjoyed marketing strategy, branding, messaging, um, and all the things uh, for a lot of different companies. I loved, uh, I am an Enneagram three, which means I love to achieve. And if I can work for 50 people instead of one, I get all these achievement boxes checked and can do do a little bit more. So, um, but I am founder and CEO of the Business Growers and really our vision and mission at the Business Growers is just to empower technology leaders to think bigger and lead better and grow faster by helping them overcome the, some of these common marketing obstacles in their organization. So my hope is that through our work, we can inspire what we've developed as a kind of a, a framework or a global framework for the way that businesses, especially in technology, grow their organization. So that's what my passion is and and um, what I'm, I'm hoping to achieve every day of my life. So thank you so well, much for I having
0: me. Oh, thank you so much for being on here. I love several things that you said there. Um, first and foremost, the accidental entrepreneur. That is my favorite. I feel like a lot of us have fallen into that zone, um, especially as women, I'm not saying men haven't either. However, you know, we're trying, a lot of times we're trying to do what works best for our family and situation at the time. So that's right. That's that's wonderful. Um, Let's jump into the business growers a bit here. So oh. you you help tech companies, and so yep. that is mostly B two B. Is that would that be yep. correct?
1: It is mostly B two B. Correct. Mm-hmm. Actually, only B two B is my preference. I've tried. I've dabbled in consumer a little bit and realized that that's not uh, best suited for me. So yes, B two B. That's great. The, it's
0: the totally are day. in the niches, right? Yeah. That's what they say yeah. so.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So um. So at the business So actually, specif- yeah, Specifying we do tech marketing didn't come initially with, with when I started the company, it wasn't something that, that I decided out of the shoot that I was going to do. But after the first six months in the business, we looked at the financials. Um, And I'm not a money gal. I mean, I like money, (laughs) but I think we share, we share our, um, you know, I just like to go get the money. I don't really like to figure out what to do with it on the back end. So, um, have a really you know, great close friend that, that was uh, kind enough to, he's a CFO, at, a, at actually a client of mine that took some time to look at my financials. And it really, it was, it was the numbers paired with what I really felt like I enjoyed and was best at that led me to the decision to do the focus on technology. I had been in technology marketing for 18 years. And so just having um, conversations with tech CEOs and having these moments where I see the light bulbs go off in their minds about the way they talk about what they do to their customers is really what um, what inspired me and kind of kind of shifted or, or allowed me to pivot into serving
0: tech only. Well, that's excellent. Um, that's exciting to see. It's always. Best if we can go towards what we're good at, you know. that's yeah. yeah. And not it's try totally scary, to scary, but also, you know, once you get on the other side of it, it's not so scary. But it is at first, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, a lot of things as a business owner are pretty right. scary, <laughs> okay. but it's good. It's all it's learning. It's um, you know, falling forward, if you will, trying to yeah. figure it all out. And yeah. as you fell forward and found all that out, the business grows. Growers was born. So that's exciting stuff. So what would you say is the number one problem that you solve for these um, B2B tech clients? So
1: really making sure that their marketing strategy is inclusive of what we consider kind of foundational marketing components. So the first thing I do with a client is uh, an audit. Um, And I I just honestly, uh, as I was laying my head down one night to go to sleep, I thought about um, whether it was at a small tech startup that I was doing marketing for or at a bigger company, I realized that really a lot of the problems, and you've seen this, I'm sure, in your own business, but a lot of the problems and misconceptions when it comes to marketing are the same. It doesn't matter what the company size is or really what the company's doing. And a lot of it is foundational. So we focus a lot on the foundational work. And I, I, the reason I called my business the Business Growers is because um, I've sat in a room with engineers and you know technology leaders many times and we have gone through the same thing we are trying to overcomplicate the message and we are communicating I always say at a 10 to a client or customer who might be operating at a two or a three and so my whole you know Hope is that we can take our clients through and what I love and I love nothing more again than to see these light bulbs go off. When a client realizes they've been saying the wrong thing for the last decade, (laughs) and you know you know well nobody's going to really understand that but because they live and breathe in it, especially in tech they they communicate to their markets. Um, in a way, yeah, in a way that only they really understand. And, you know, you've got to realize a lot of these people aren't doing what you're doing every day. They're not leading, you know, your business. They're trying to to find the right solution that makes the most sense to make their life easier. So um, at the Business Growers, we focus on the no grow, and scale model. Again, that came to me in my sleep almost one night,
0: That's but great. it was just, I love
1: that. It was just taking these technology leaders through a three-phased approach where if they come to me and they say, Hey, we need LinkedIn ads. You know, my first thing will be, if you want me just to sell you LinkedIn ads without telling you why you need to fix your website first, then I'm not your (laughs) goal. So I take them through kind of an audit of, okay, do you have some of these more foundational components in, in place? One would be, what does your logo look like? You know, is your logo reflective? And, you know, a good example a company that I used to work with, uh, when I first came to, their, to, to them, as I was actually a full-time employee doing marketing for them, their brand um, was, they were called Broadband Voice, and they were a voice, internet, and managed services provider,
0: okay.
1: and I, my first thought is, well, why are you called Broadband Voice if you do more than voice, and it was like they had never really thought about it before, and I'm thinking, you're leaving money on the table when you go in, and somebody sees Broadband Voice, and they don't realize that you offer a whole suite of different cloud services. And so we ultimately changed the name to Fuse.Cloud. They're now still a client of mine, but you know we, we changed the name Fuse.Cloud to reflect the fusing or blending together of different cloud-based services, which means their logo is now limitless. Their brand name is limitless. As long right. as they're keeping- you know, ...to offer cloud-based services. So my first step is before you tell me you need a LinkedIn ad, let's go back and look at the foundation. I call that the no phase where we really look through your brand messaging, make sure all your components, your elements, your graphics, your brandings all consistent. Um, and I, I say this, you know, time after time, there's a reason that, you know, my two year old knows where at Target when we pull up in the driveway is because Target is unmistakable in their branding and their, their messaging, how simple it is. So. Um, taking them through that, then we get to, okay, once these foundational components are in place, like I said, the business grower. So we start with the foundation, we start with the, the soil, and then we move into the grow phase, which is the website, the social media content, making sure that those deliverables are consistent, that we look the part. Um, and then when you get ready to scale, you have all the things in place that you don't, I, I like to say, fall over your feet, um, trying to get to where you want to go. Uh, without having the right things in place.
0: Fantastic! I love that. Um, I tell clients on a daily basis, I can send as much traffic as you have money to your website, right? To your LinkedIn ad, your Facebook ad, your TV commercials. Can't, can't promise but, you any conversions,
1: <laughs> but right? Like,
0: well, what happens once that person gets yep. there? Are they confused? Yep. What's the messaging? What's their cust- What is their yep. experience? And that's yep. that's a huge part of it. Um, yep. If if you're seeing conversions not happen, it could more than likely be that. Right. Exactly. And so that's why
1: I, I've actually turned many, many people down if, if they only want, and a lot of, and I will say not to, not to be negative about other agencies. Cause I know that we're all, you know, trying to do our best and make money and live life and support our families and right. do what we do. But, um, I would much rather, I don't want, you know, any, bad advice or just taking a client for the dollar to ever come back to haunt me or the the team that supports this business. So, um, so it's, it's more important for me to be honest.
0: Absolutely. Serve the, serve the client at the highest of your ability and give them the best advice. That's the way to do it. Right. So lots of business owners, um, CEOs, whoever you're speaking to, um, they think they have their messaging down pat, but if you were to get them all, you know, the different layers of people in the room, nine times out of 10, can they all say the exact same
1: message, the same branding? Right. So I always say from the CEO to the janitor, and usually, you know, usually based on my experience, and I do focus groups all the time in different businesses, and I get totally different perspectives. So getting (laughs) alignment and agreement on that is actually one of the harder things. And that's probably why people don't like to do it. I mean, to be honest, it's probably why they'd rather throw money at a Uh, ad, you know, a television ad or a YouTube ad or whatever versus, um, you know, actually having to do the work because nobody will agree
0: (laughs) on what the company does. (laughs) So do you find it easier to get one to two people in a room decide on the messaging? And then it just is, it's a practice of keep hammering that same message all the way down. This is what it is. This is what we do, or is it get everyone involved? I think I know the answer
1: to this. (laughs) Yeah, usually I will actually do focus groups um, with key people in each department. And then I will take that information and I will consolidate it and I'll take it to leadership and walk them through a very similar exercise and actually give them uh, maybe some options. They don't know that their options are what other people in the company have said. Um, but basically that's my approach is like, let's hear from everybody kind of in the weeds and then let's hear from leadership. And honestly, that's where the biggest disconnect is like what's really happening versus, Um, the boots on the ground, you know, what, what the leadership thinks is happening and then what's really happening. So I take the, the, those that are in the trenches first, and then I come back to the leadership and ultimately, obviously leadership's there for a reason. So they're the ones that are making the decisions, but we make sure we, we take them through all the thoughts and feelings of, of the entire company before anything's decided. So.
0: That's fantastic. And, and this is relatable, even if you're not in B2B, your B2C and, or your one man show your, your branding and your messaging from the top down are everyone in between everywhere it goes. It's, it's very relevant. Like you need to all have the same consistent messaging, whether that's on social media platforms, Right. Or running ads out there or how you're presenting yourself. Is that, would right. that be accurate to yes, say? Yes, that's,
1: that's, yeah, that's accurate. And I, and I'll also say, you know, I think one of the good things about social media in general, and and we take what I consider like a brand message um, guide or, or like the, the development of some of the core pieces, our tone, you know, how we speak, you know, the type, those types of things. And then also obviously like the messaging pillars. Um, that doesn't mean that, You know, we have to say that every time it just means that those are kind of our that's our guiding light in terms of the way that we operate, Um, you know, similar to your family when you're, you know, trying to raise children to be to honor other people and to respect other people. You know, I can't control everything that my children say to their friends, but I can certainly hope that what I've done is instill kind of those guiding principles in their life so that they will keep things within the framework of what they've been taught. So that's kind of the model that we use, where we can, we can deliver, and then on social media, we use these principles to, to deliver, you know, the messaging in the way that we feel is most appropriate. That doesn't mean that we won't have an employee that's going to, you know, post something, hopefully, you know, again, within the framework of what we've developed or the tone that we've developed, but, um, hey. but you know, the hope is that we, we can do our job right on the front end. Yeah. Uh, that, that doesn't that's mean a, your kid's not going to act up every now and then. Well, I was just
0: going to say that's a great analogy. I don't know if I want to know what my kids are saying to them.
1: Right. Friends. But you, but you've done your job. You, know, you hope you've done enough to, to, um, to teach them in the, in the right way. So
0: maybe that's what I'm more worried about is what they've picked up from me and my husband at the house. Well, oh, you, boy. Know, you do what you can do. That's right, right. Yeah. Well, that's great. So the next thing I would say then is if, if they're out on their own, maybe they're smaller, or or even if they're larger, larger. What's what is a way that they can go through and somewhat audit themselves before they get to you? Like, how do they know it's time?
1: Um, you know, the first thing is I would say, do your do a self audit. Um, if you're the CEO or leader of your company, go, uh, you know, write down what you think the company does in one sentence, and then ask you know, a handful of your team to do the same and see how close you are. That's a good first step. Great. Um, And if, you know, if you're not able to, or if you're outsourcing it is not an option, then bring that information back and sit at the table together and hash it out until you figure out what, you know, what you do. I think, Honestly, again, I think that a lot of times we like to put a bandaid, you know, as leaders, business leaders, we like to put a bandaid on something and, and get a consultant to come in, which is great. And honestly, you know, we, we love that because it helps (laughs) our businesses. But at the same time, you know, if, if there's not alignment internally, you can, you know, that without having to hire a consultant, you know, if a CEO can jot down what he thinks the number one thing is that they do and, and say it in one sentence, and then they have, you know, get your COO to do it and then get a couple folks Um, other folks to do it, then that tells you right there, whether or not there's alignment.
0: Great. So what, what does brand consistency, I mean, we talked about Target, right? And everyone knows that brand or McDonald's, and they've also done a really great job of having millions and millions of dollars to spend in the market and stay in front of people. Right. So what does that brand consistency, if you don't have the million dollars to spend in advertising, what's the brand consistency do for you in the marketplace? Yeah.
1: So, you know, my, my biggest thing is, um, you want number one, and this goes back to your, your actual logo and brand, um, being, you know, being something that's reflective of what you actually do. Like that's the number one step. And then from there, if you go, if you take a day in the life of one of your ambassadors, so your sales, your sales senior sales rep or whatever, um, if they are going into meet with a client and they have a business card, and they're also handing them a piece of collateral that's about us, you know what we do as a company. If those things, you know, don't look similar. If one's a one color and you know several different symbols or whatever and the other's another color. And then you ask them to, you know, you you mention, you know, go to our website to do a demo or whatever. And then they go to your website and that's different. There's to me that breaks down the ability for somebody to remember who you are and what you do. And that's why I have Target being red, McDonald's golden arches, like obviously like symbols or. Consistency in what you have presented to them is what's going to make you memorable. If you leave the pen or you leave the you know chopped key, whatever it is, right. and it's consistent with all the other things, and you know, again, like at the business growers, I like to you know I like to give plants or you know do things that that are going to help them remember um, you know, that we help businesses grow, you know, we help tech yeah. companies grow. So, you know, just thoughtfulness, I think in your brand and, and you don't have to really, I mean, to do it right, you don't have to spend a ton of money to be consistent. You just need to have somebody with a good eye or get, you know, if you have a friend with a good eye, just make sure that the, the process that you're going through and the series that you're going through to get in front of somebody has
0: alignment and consistency. Great. I love that. So how would someone know, one of the things you do as well, obviously is, um, your websites. Mm -hmm. Yep. A lot of times I get questions from customers where they're like, they they don't really know the ins and outs of the website and what it means. Like, you know, they get something back that says your website's outdated. It can't withhold this template anymore, or, you know, very jargony things When when a business owner is like, what in the wild West does that mean? You know, like. What do you mean it can't perform the way it's supposed to perform anymore? Right, right. How do you know if your website's outdated? Out of date.
1: Well, statistically right now, 80 to 90% of the people that are looking at your website are looking on mobile. Um, so the first thing to do is to check on mobile and see if your website looks like uh, scrambled eggs or if it looks like, you know, if it <laughs> looks clean, if you're able to read the, the, the header sentence. Or if it's jumbled up or misshapen, you know, that's just a one quick way. Or when you had um, to use this like really pinch yeah, and squeeze yeah. to read the content. I always <laughs> tell people if it has the hamburger at the top, right, like the three lines, and that's a good sign. That means yeah. it's probably, you know, probably something that you can navigate pretty well. Um, you know, we are in a, in a world where it's, it's mobile first. So I would say that's the most important thing, but also, you know, I also encourage my clients and business owners to give yourself a little grace in that you're not supposed to be the expert of whatever (laughs) cybersecurity company you're running. And then, oh, by the way, also know how to keep a plugin updated on WordPress. Like, (laughs) it's okay. It's okay that you don't know how to do that. That's why there are, there are, in my opinion, you know, if you're going to, if you have a limited budget, there are certain things, especially like really tech heavy things that are worth investing in, like on your website, for example, or making sure that, because there are a lot of people i talk to that just don't make updates because, It's a pain to call the company that is managing their site because they don't ever hear back from them for two to three weeks and they've forgotten what they needed and yada, yada, yada. So making an investment like that to be able to be nimble in getting your website updated is really important. I also, I, I only do WordPress sites. I'm a big believer in standards and WordPress is a proven Um, wonderful platform to build a site in that also is a common platform, which means in the event that your web hosting company or, and, or maintenance person kills over and (laughs) dies, WordPress is a really um, easy platform. It's not an easy platform, but it is um, universal in, in terms of the way that, you know, you can find pretty easily somebody to work that can work in WordPress. So, um, Great too. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. I don't, I don't get paid by WordPress, but they probably should. Right. Pay me. I'm a big good. believer. Let's check on that. Let's see if someone <laughs> can get you an affiliate program. Exactly. <laughs> but I do believe in that. But you know, I think that um, mobile friendliness, you know, visual consistency with the rest of your, um, at marketing assets. You know that, that like I said, the messaging component is really important. If you have a website that looks really good. But when I go to it, I can't tell you what you do in 10 seconds, then it's, it's
0: honestly worthless. So, uh, well, and the other part of that is what's your copywriting look like in terms of, are you selling something on the spot there? Is it, you know, is it informational only to reach out, but you still need, you still need, um, copy that's driving them to understand what you do and reach out for more information. If that's the conversion you want. And
1: you know, what's interesting to me, I found that a lot of times when someone is selling like a consumer product or something that they can buy on the spot, like a tech, you know, a um, subscription or something, people are afraid to put a buy now, button.
0: Which is so interesting. And they do it on their (laughs) digital marketing too. I'm like, tell them exactly, don't be around the bush, (laughs) tell them exactly what you want them to do. Do not ever assume they understand what you want them to do.
1: Like, it's like husbands.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's a whole nother podcast
1: episode. But I mean, I will have this conversation with my husband. He's like, you know, if you would just tell me what to do instead of assume that I know, I'm like, okay, well, but it's the same thing with consumers. Like they don't have time. These people that are, you know, they're inundated with so many different messages from different companies and they don't have time to guess what you want them to do. And so exactly. Like tell, if you don't have a buy now on your button and, and you're trying to get somebody to talk on the phone with you before they buy, like, why not give them the option to buy now? Because I would pro- personally, before I have a
0: phone conversation, I would rather try it out for a couple of months <laughs> rather than having to get somebody on the phone. So. Oh, 100%. And also, you know, that brings you click here, click here for what? Like, yeah. tell yeah. me what when I'm doing I'm when I click do. here. Yeah. Am I clicking here to give you all of my information that right. I don't want you to have or, right. Right. you know, and make it, as simple as possible. Um, anytime you can, in my opinion, you can take it down to a one-click
1: yep. totally action.
0: Yeah, it's you know yep. the the more hoops you make someone jump through, the harder it is to get them to close down on what you want them to do convert. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly.
0: Um, well, that's all so helpful because I, I mean, and it pl- it plays right into everything that I do and tell my clients to do too. I always say. You know, what I've been saying ever since I met you is, Laura is step one. You need yep. to be talking with Laura. Make yep. sure you have the right messaging, the right go- to strategy when it comes to that messaging. Everyone's on the same page together. Yeah, and then, you know, I can set up and drive as much traffic and leads right. as we possibly can. Right. And they will convert. It makes it makes my job easier. And just like what you said in the beginning as well as, I don't want to take on any clients who don't have those right things and place first, right. um, just because they might see a lot of traffic going to their website. But, you know, those are the um, vain metrics, if you will, right. the vanity right. metrics, because clicks and all, you know, likes are great. Right. right. But what, what do they, you know, convert to? So we, we want conversions. Right. We want sales. Right. We want you know, foot traffic, whatever that might be for the particular business. Right.
1: And I think we're in a, you know, a society specifically in the U S where we want things faster, easier. I mean, if you think about the health and nutrition industry, you know, Mm -hmm. we all try every fad and whatever it takes and machine, whatever can get us um, from point A to point B quicker. Um, But, you know, when it comes to marketing, we want the same thing, And we, a lot of times we're not, you know, the, the truth is if you're in a calorie deficit, if you, if you, if you burn more (laughs) calories, than you take in, you will lose weight. And I think that, you know, the same thing with make, if you make investments in the messaging and that part of the foundational part of your business, rather than trying to go straight to scaling before you put the foundation in place, you're, you're going to save yourself heartache and, you know, money instead of, you know, it's the person that, that yo-yo diets for 30 years and, you know, doesn't it just sticking to the basics, like eat whole foods and, you know, exercise and, you know, you'll get the results you want. So you won't have to
0: start over every time. And every January 1st, every year. Right. Yeah. Oh, here we go again. Lose that last 10 pounds I've exactly. gained back at the end of last year.
1: Exactly. I mean, I know it's a hard lesson for all of us to learn and it's a hard lesson for, you know, CEOs and business leaders to, to understand, but, um, and, and anybody who has been through, you know, and I know we have pivots, but anybody who has been through a, a messaging exercise with this agency and then with this agency, and then we've tried this with this agency, they'll
0: understand. I feel like it's a very common, Very common
1: for for businesses, but, um, but
0: I think you and I understand that, um, probably the best because we are business owners. We, have you know, our journey is not a straight line. It's, you know, has its ups and downs. And again, you pivot. Um, but again, like the fitness and health model, consistency is key as well you're not going to get results after one day. Um, in fact, even and in my business, yeah. we do not, I will not sign a contract that's any less than three to six months. You are right. not going to see any type of real data on your marketing and advertising in less than that time to see if it's actually working. Right. And we Throughout have that yeah, campaign. You right. yeah, you have to experiment. Right. You're optimizing. There is an art to it and right. also experience, on our ends where we're coaching the client and Hey, this, this didn't work, but this did work. And right. And there's a lot of art in that.
1: Right. Right. It is a process.
0: It is a process. I like, and, and none of us, Like the process. Don't like the process. But you have to go through the journey to get there. And it is that much sweeter when you start getting the results. That's right. So I'll remind myself of that. We can keep each other accountable. (laughs) Mid to end February now. (laughs) Oh man. Well, I truly appreciate you coming on today and talking about all these um, branding and messaging and all the that foundation that's going to make business owners, CEOs, um, whatever your journey might be within a company. And it's, it's helpful to know these things. Take a minute, take a step back, get the foundation right. Um, so we thank you for being on the podcast today. It's always so exciting to talk to you.
1: And I just want to thank you too. I I honestly feel like, and, you know, we have a mutual friend that's in the same boat, but I just, I just love women that support and, um, and encourage other women. I think it's important. I think it's important to be said that, um, you know, you asked me to be on your podcast, you know, our, our, some of our services overlap, but that's not a concern. Um, the, the, the fishbowl is plentiful and there's plenty of work to be done. And I really appreciate you, um, you know, coming alongside, uh, you know, together realizing
0: that two women are better than one. So I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I, I agree. I think we have to stop the mindset, um, whether scarcity. it's yep. scarcity, whether yeah. it's male or female, um, because there's a lot out there. We can't handle it all. You can't, I know it feels easy to go into that zone of, oh my gosh, they'll, they'll get that account or I want the other part of that is, well, maybe it's a better fit. Right. For them. So there's, Aren't aren't we all looking to serve our clients in the best way we can? Absolutely, and um, again, I do. And you know, two blondes are better than one. So I know, what are you, <laughs> Oh, we get Amy in here. Three blondes. So I know it. I know it. I love it. I swear, we we love brunettes as well. And <laughs> women of all races used color, to be I one. No, just oh, nice. I'd like no, to see that. Um, so <laughs> it's. I agree. Um, we're all here to serve our clients the best we possibly can. And I love working with you. In fact, I mean, I am going to be working with you and be a client of yours as well. Great things ahead. That's right. Absolutely. And um, I'm sure we'll work together in more capacities. For all of our listeners, though, also plug your podcast if you want right now.
1: Yes. So the No Grow Scale podcast, I actually have two. For those that are women that are listening, I also have a podcast that's not professional. It's called The Home and the Hustle. So for working moms um, that just need some inspiration, we have that. The No Grow Scale podcast is for uh, leaders that are growing their businesses and kind of talking through the struggles and the hurdles that we all have. Um, And then, of course, my business website, uh, thebusinessgrowers.com. You can check us out there. We're on social media at
0: the biz growers everywhere that social media is. (laughs) Awesome. And is it best to message you through those channels or? Yeah. yeah. LinkedIn is a great, yeah. I love LinkedIn. I love hanging out there. So you can absolutely, um, I think you can also go on our website and book a consultation. If you're ready for that aspect, I highly encourage you to, if, if you fall within her scope of work, go on there, set up a consultation. She's absolutely phenomenal. And, um, we look forward to having you back and, we'd love to go talk about business struggles and commonalities and all that stuff too. So thank you so much for having us on today, everyone go check out Laura, her, her business, her website, her podcast. She has so much knowledge and wealth. Um, She can help you along the way. I highly encourage you to do that. Also. Don't be a stranger. Um, go on, leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts and um you know share the knowledge. Tell a friend, we don't be a stranger, we want you to come back for more. So until next time.